0: Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Anne Tuttle Brown. Today we're looking at the eating tendencies for your type 3 child. And as you know, and we hope you know because you've read The Child Whisper, that this is the determined child. They have a physical connection with the world. Their movement is more has an intensity, an assertiveness to it. They have a heavier quality, a substance to who they are, and they move swiftly. And these same movements express in their eating tendency. So what are our two key words we're going to focus on today as we answer these questions, Anne?
1: Swift and substance. And substance kind of refers to what they're looking to get when they eat. They like hearty, substantial foods, and also like an active quality along with that swift. Mm -hmm. So we're going to ask um, a couple questions, and then we'll talk about the type 3 parent tendency as well. So um, what is the type 3 child's conduct like at the table, and what's that experience at mealtime?
0: Well, they're going to be the quickest to finish their food. Mm -hmm. So Swift applies there. Type 3s are known to eat swiftly. In fact, I make it a point now as a type 3 to not be doing anything else when I'm eating. So I really focus in on the fact that I'm chewing it. Is that,
1: is it, is that a tendency to distract yourself while yeah, you're eating? They, your well, you know,
0: or? the whole saying that we're multitaskers. So mm-hmm. looking at, you know, a child engaged in something else while they're eating you tend to eat faster, not chew your food enough, and can just sort of like the whole idea of inhaling your meal. Yeah. And as you take away other activities, I think the family meal time, the engagement there is supportive. But let's say if they're eating breakfast or their lunch or whatever, more in a solo environment, that they're not doing other things, so they really recognize to take a, just a little more time to eat. Because we'll just eat too quickly, and it's not your best for your digestive system. So, I know I have that tendency. I see mm-hmm. Type Three children have that tendency. And My
1: Type Three three year old will take giant bites, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, buddy! Like, let's cut that in half. Chew, lo- take, like, take a smaller bite. And chew your food longer." And he'll respond to that. He'll, you know, okay. Um,
0: your husband's the fastest Type Three eater I've ever gosh. seen. <laughs> I think he's beat every other Type Three out there
1: and i'm not a fast eater so it's uh <laughs> tricky i'm like don't he chews fast yeah and he's like a he loves food but it's like eat get it done let's move on and i'm like you sit down and you enjoy this meal with me <laughs> i know you're done but when <laughs> when we share food i have to like slice a line down the middle like don't we be eating because i'll get nervous like you're gonna eat it faster than me along with that swiftness when they get hungry they can be very demanding like get it now
0: yeah then um, we are familiar with the fr- term hangry that's definitely type three
1: mm-hmm. i
0: think type threes and type fours that can play out with the hangry meaning they're more um intense yeah, well, when turn, they're yeah. not when they need calories they either need to be hydrated or they need some fuel
1: there have been so many times with my type three kids where i'm like correcting or disciplining and then i'm like nope you're just hungry like let's get food and let's get this taken care of even the other night katie was So weepy and just complaining about things. And after dinner, she just, her mood totally changed. I'm like, oh, you were hungry.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think those hydration, do they need fuel, food, or sleep? Yep. With uh, an imbalance of any of those or poor nutrition, Mm -hmm. they're going to be more um, irritable and easily agitated. That that determination comes out as... And that aggression comes out as irritability mm-hmm. and diff- being difficult to interact with.
1: And I've sh- I shared that we have, you know, designated meal times and snack time. And so, when my kids get hungry before that, I'll let them choose either, you know, uh, carrots or nuts, something just really healthy. If they really are hungry, they'll go for that. And there are times where my three-year-old type three will just say, "Well, they can have a banana." Like, yeah, okay, you really are. And he'll scarf down that banana and it's a you know, an hour before dinner and he just yeah, needed a little a, something.
0: As you see in small children, the cycles of their appetite when they're in a growing phase, they just need more calories. Mm-hmm. They need more food consumption. Where then they'll have a lighter appetite, you know, that's just yeah. really typical for all children, but especially type three, I think you'll see And depending on the activities of the day, if they've had a very physical day, they've burned a lot of calories, they need a little more to eat, Mm -hmm. you know. And they might not always stop to take, as the older they get, you know, Katie's all, your 9-year-old uh, type 3. She's always had a great affection for food. She enjoys food. She, yeah,
1: she's been very adventurous with her food, yeah, too. Yeah. She's tried a lot of different options. So we, she
0: isn't one of those kids that doesn't want to stop to eat because she's busy. Mm-hmm. Seems like that has. But that can be an issue for some type 3 children that they just stay busy. And you need to make sure that they're...
1: Yeah, there have been times with my littler one where it's definitely like... I want to keep doing this. Then once I just force them to the table, it's like, oh, okay, I actually yeah. want to eat right now too. Yeah, that can <laughs> so. play out with
0: potty training also. <laughs>
1: totally. Yep, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> like,
0: uh, no, I don't want to take time to go to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> Another, you know, they are such swift eaters that at dinner time, when you're all sitting together at a family, they can be like, yeah, okay, I'm done and head out. And so keeping them engaged, you know, with conversation. Yeah. How with, do you keep
0: your type three three year old engaged? Because yeah. he's definitely pretty yeah. he's done he's like yeah. i'm done yeah. got to go and
1: it's something that he's grown into when he had a little booster chair i would buckle him up and say like you need to Restrain stay him. we're not done yet you know a few more minutes like stay here and th- that was a priority for me to create a dynamic as a family of sitting together for at least 30 minutes at dinner time and enjoying each other's company and enjoying the meal and so there were times where, you know, if he'd finish his meal and I'd, I'd bring over a little toy for him or I'd let him sit on my lap or, you know, kind of to just extend that last little bit that, you know, I was trying to build up to. And he's done better now that he's getting older. but um, And also there are times where he's thought he was done. Like, I'm all done. I want to move. And I'm like, no, take a few more bites. And then he'll engage again and he'll actually end up eating twice as much. And it's kind of just that reminders or just redirections where, like, you still had room in your belly. You wanted more food, but you thought you wanted to move on. So yeah. kind of, especially when they're young, but ultimately so dinner, I'm trying to help so them you're, listen yeah, to his body. But. You're
0: teaching that mealtime just isn't about finishing the food on your plate. It's an experience. Yeah. That, At least dinner
1: time for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Your dinner, you've mm-hmm. crafted that to be a, an experience that's more than just Eating a meal yeah. from a plate. We see posts like this all the time in the Child Whisper Facebook group. The two year old pushing the stool up to the counter <laughs> or cabinet and preparing their own breakfast. Yep. <laughs> and getting their cereal. So they're they don't always ask. Yep. All, have you experienced this with yeah. your type three children? And I think it
1: can be a great asset. It's like this morning I went to the gym early and I called. I called home to see how things were going. On my way to work, and Katie said I got up, I got my lunch ready, and she's a third grader, you know. So like she's taken the responsibility, and I've we've taught her what she needs to mm-hmm. do, and she's a great helper in the kitchen as well. Sometimes it slows me down, you know, just because my kids are learning, but I do like to engage them in the kitchen. Especially with the Type Threes, they love to you know see the results and get their hands into it.
0: Yeah, I was I was cooking was that for me as a mm -hmm. kid. I'd come home from grade school. I remember being in fifth and sixth grade, and I would read cookbooks that had pictures, Mm -hmm. and I was really that whole process of a project, hands on, getting that result, just always was a a medium for me to express that as a Type Three with food. The flip side of that is. They're they're eating when you, things you don't want them to. They're getting in and snacking more. They're they're which throws off their meal eating because you're very determined. Type three children are just putting you know eating when they want and maybe things you don't want them eating at those times. The best story I have about it, eating, I just have to tell this. Uh, a former fitness trainer I worked with. Her father-in-law was type three. And he was at their home, and she had prepared a birthday cake for one of the kids, and it was being saved for the party. He went in and just cut himself a slice. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, you're kidding, right? I mean, that's just really taking matters into your own hands. <laughs> like, okay. Got her so, name written on it and everything. I know. i like, like, no all know right, when the type three child now, this has become an issue. <laughs> it's go. a problem. It's like, that's, Stop
1: putting, so sneaking good. food that into your bedroom. Way, that's that's a, Finding
0: stuff in their beds. That's you know? the result
1: of a parent that always said no or the result of a parent that didn't have any boundaries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. But, you know, they find food that they've snuck and, uh-huh. you know, they want to eat their if they are into candy and sweets and they, they're prohibited from eating that and they're finding a way around right.
1: it. And we talked a little bit about this in the type one is creating that flexibility within the boundaries you've set. So it's snack time. What do you want to eat? Or, yeah, you can have some chips before you go to bed. Or just creating – or breakfast. Like what are some, you know, breakfast options that they like that you can, you know, add variety. And eating out, you know, is always a fun thing to look forward to that just um, changes it up, mixes it up, which yeah. I think is great for type threes. Well, and if there's
0: honestly something you just don't want your kids eating and sneaking, don't buy it. Mm-hmm. You've brought whatever's in the home. Or
1: if it's something you want, put it in your closet where they're not expecting to <laughs> find food. Well,
0: that'll be a test. You <laughs> I've can had to go up with, with some with good
1: hiding spots. Mostly for my type three husband. <laughs>
0: Oh, funny. The like, type threes are all scouting the house. Yeah,
1: they're like, because, you know, he'll pound, I'll get like a little, you know, sweet snack or something. He'll eat it all. And I was like, that was going to last me three months. Like, I'll I just know. take little bits. I actually have the opposite.
0: <laughs> it's funny because I'm the type three Maybe it's in a, our household that thing. will make something last because I just don't eat a lot of sweet stuff when I eat uh-huh. it. And it's my type two husband that will
1: he wants to enjoy it money. so much he won't stop. I've noticed in type 3s too they like heartier foods. Uh, Katie right now, she's 9-year-old type 3, her favorite food is steak. She oh, that's right, she yeah, needs to the protein. Really, drawn. she always has loved eggs. Mm-hmm. Just more hearty things. Is
0: she you mentioned that your type 2 likes those com- what we traditionally call comfort, you know, pancakes, warm, soft foods, mm-hmm. you know. Does she like those?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but her preference for it has always been like chips, crunchy. Um, Yeah,
0: something like nuts and mm -hmm. mm -hmm. texture, more texture. What
1: are other type three traditional, you know, food, snack foods, like rich things too, like a rich, she she does like chocolate. You like richer things, don't you? Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. if you're craving something. And not overly sweet. We've got more Child Whisper coming up right after this brief message. Knowing your type and your child's type changes everything, doesn't it? It helps you to understand one another better. It can help your outside, too. When you wear clothes that express your type, you feel better, you look better, and people understand you more easily, including your kids. Carol Tuttle created the Dressing Your Truth program to help you dress true to your type and create a personal style that expresses who you really are. The best part? You can learn all the basics for free. Start loving how you look and feel at dressingyourtruth.com. Let's talk now about the tendencies for the type 3 parent. Well,
0: that swiftness can turn into just last-minute rushing and throwing stuff together and not being as prepared as you want to be. So you're, again, kind of the same scenario as a type 1. You were always
1: really good at I would say throwing things together. Yeah, I
0: am very... But So did you plan it fl- out I'm a or very did you good, just kind um, of make it up as you go? I'm really good at seeing what I have and coming up with something on the moment, thinking on mm-hmm. my feet when it comes to food. I understand, I'm a very intuitive cook, understanding flavor combos, seasoning, how to take something from the basic to making it more,
1: mm-hmm.
0: more... I think and, a
1: Type three is someone tasty. who would take advantage of like, I know I have a type three friend and they sell these yummy um, Indian curries at Costco and she'll get that and then she'll make more of it at home. So it's like yeah. you get kind of those those things that will help you make it easier. Make yeah, it like I'll buy faster. the cauliflower
0: stir fry frozen packet at Trader Joe's, but I'll mm. add three more vegetables to it yeah. and more seasoning.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of really kind of kitchen hacks that you can yeah. learn and, and love as a type three and kind of feel like you're getting the yeah. bang it's out got of your a, buck and your time.
0: The type threes will enjoy cooking when the steps are fewer and you have that ability to, and you're prepared, you have the things you need. And so I do think there's, I'm like, huh, I don't, plan a meal for each day, but I know what I have that I want to use up. I'm really big on making sure I use what I have (laughs) and then getting what I need Mm -hmm. at the store.
1: What would be the challenge that a type three parent would face when it comes to meal planning or prep?
0: Well, it's the same with our eating tendencies. If we're not prepared, we eat, we we just, we get hangry. The family's hungry. You just, you you don't eat as well. You find
1: that you overeat too. I I can see that. I used to. As I used like, to,
0: but not anymore. I don't
1: have anything prepared. I'm going to eat something, but that didn't really satisfy yeah. me. So I'll keep eating, and then ugh, now I've eaten a bunch of stuff that I didn't really enjoy. I think
0: you can grow out of that because yeah. you know you're better at reading your signals. And so teaching mm-hmm. your children to slow and- down and say, okay, hey, notice when you're full. Give yourself a moment. That's
1: something that I've you know worked hard at teaching my kids, and I've seen Katie use it. Like she'll – you know. Eating an ice cream and decide halfway through, you know that's enough for me. I'm done. Yeah, and throw it away. Or if
0: you don't give yourself a moment to tune into that because you're Mm -hmm. eating too swiftly, you will eat more than you need.
1: Yeah, and I yeah, that's a good point. As a parent, saying, "How are you feeling? How's your body feeling?" And you need a
0: the full fullness takes a moment to register in the brain. It's not like it's immediate. You almost have to just stop eating and notice you're full. And go, oh, I'm just, I've worked through a lot of food issues in my life, so (laughs) I'm very good at tuning into that now and noticing what my body, letting my body decide what it wants and not uh, mentally leading with that. And teaching your children, I think for any type, they are that intuitive style of eating, you know, what is my body asking for? And that it really gets used to healthy foods, Mm -hmm. that it really likes those.
1: Yeah, feeling nourished.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Your parenting practice this week is to take two of the tips you've learned from this podcast and apply one to your eating experience with your Type Three children, so you can support them in being true to themselves and creating a successful, healthy experience with food, and one for yourself if you are a Type Three parent. Thanks for listening.